Part 1. What Causes Emotional Neglect? Before discussing emotional neglect in parenting, let's first find out what emotionally healthy parenting looks like. As stated in the book, if parents want to raise emotionally healthy children, they need to fulfill three criteria. First, there has to be an emotional connection between them and their children. Second, they should treat their children as independent individuals and pay continuous attention to them. Third, they need to respond appropriately to their children's various emotional needs. From this, it is clear that emotionally healthy parenting involves a two-way emotional interaction, the core of which lies in the parent's ongoing attention, empathy and response to their children's needs. Furthermore, good emotional interaction allows parents to detect when the child has specific emotional needs. Continuous attention lets parents become attuned to the child's talents, capabilities, strengths and weaknesses, while empathy makes the child aware that their parents are emotionally supportive of them. With this emotional connection and close attention, parents are able to deftly respond to their child, providing guidance and assistance when necessary. Interaction, attention, empathy, and response, these are four words that sound simple but are rather difficult to put into action. It is all too easy for parents to disappoint their children emotionally. Many parents lack emotional interaction with their children due to their personalities, family situations or flawed parenting styles, resulting in the emotional neglect of their children. Next, we will highlight three standard types of emotional neglect and focus on how different parenting styles can affect a child. Let's look at the first category, parents are self-centered and ignore the needs and feelings of their children. This type of parent is often authoritative, perfectionistic, and may have certain personality flaws. In their eyes, everything should revolve solely around their expectations, and they must always have the final say. Such parents usually have one or more of the following characteristics. They tend to be exceedingly demanding and demand that their children obey them without question. If the child does not comply, they may punish, beat, or scold them. This crude and violent control mechanism conveys the message to the child that love follows obedience, and that he or she must primarily satisfy their parents' strong need to be respected above all. Worse still are parents with certain antisocial qualities. This kind of parent has only one thing in their mind, absolute control. They consider control the ultimate form of love, and they would often defend themselves by arguing that they would not bother to control someone if they despised that person. They treat their children in a borderline abusive manner without a shred of guilt. They also pretend to be victims and engage in emotional manipulation of their children to make them feel guilty about their actions. It goes without saying that living under such parents can be extremely traumatic for children. Compared with authoritative and antisocial parents, some individuals appear very confident and charismatic, to the extent that other people would never associate them with emotional neglect. However, overconfidence breeds a sense of superiority, and their children become tools to satisfy their own egos. They demand perfection in their children, penning their life's goals for them, and expecting them to stick to the plan fastidiously. The moment their child's performance falls below expectations, they get enraged. In the face of their envisioned success, their own child's emotions, needs and experiences are considered trivial. A case study in the book is that of Beatrice, a 14-year-old black American girl who received a full scholarship to study at a renowned private high school. Despite her excellent grades, being from a relatively normal upbringing in this school left her miserable. Her classmates were extremely wealthy, 
and Beatrice felt isolated and depressed living in their world. Her mother, however, didn't care about Beatrice's feelings, she was more concerned with bragging to others and making the rounds at school events. In the end, Beatrice decided to return to her former public high school. Her mother was furious and accused her of being selfish. It wasn't until Beatrice graduated from that public high school and obtained a full scholarship to a prestigious college that her mother was finally placated. Like Beatrice's mother, many parents ignore their children's own needs and feelings to focus entirely on themselves. A need for authority, control, or a parenting style that only cares about their own superiority, in all cases the child must blindly obey authority and put the satisfaction of others first, leaving in chasm of introspection, emotional awareness and self-care. These children often appear well-behaved and docile because obedience equates to security to them, but if they are resilient enough to resist their parents, they can turn very rebellious. Let's examine the second scenario that causes emotional neglect. The parents are uninvolved in actual parenting and children assume the role of adults prematurely. Such parents are often overwhelmed by practical needs, and their children are forced to take care of themselves or their family members like adults, resulting in a lost childhood. For example, in some divorced or widowed single-parent families, the parents are either on the brink of breakdown themselves or constantly attacking their former spouse for every perceived problem. In such emotionally turbulent environments, what children need above all is stable emotional support from their parents. Parents need to guide their children in understanding what is happening and how to process these complex emotions. Unfortunately, some parents fail to realize this, leaving their child to grow up prematurely or to develop without any attention from the parent whatsoever. Let's read about what happened to Sally. Sally originally came from a loving family, but when she was eight years old, her father passed away from cancer. Her determined mother chose to bury herself in work and pretend that nothing had happened. She hardly spoke a word, and her face was perpetually expressionless. Sally was at a loss, and she gradually developed the habit of keeping her needs to herself, lest she cause any trouble for her mother. Sally is now 40 years old, but for the past 32 years, she has never felt happy. She has also struggled with constant feelings of melancholy and emptiness. She feels that everyone else is capable of living in a colorful world full of love for each other, while she has nothing. To her, the entire world is gray. She is merely watching it as a bystander. In other situations, when family members become ill, the parents may expend a lot of energy as caregivers, or the family's financial situation may require the parents to work long hours. In either case, the parents may not have the emotional reserves to take care of their child's day-to-day -day affairs, let alone pay attention to their emotional needs. In many cases, children have to replace their parents as family caregivers. They must learn to take care of themselves, their siblings and possibly even their parents or other elderly family members. In these difficult households, parents often expect their children to not cause trouble and will unconsciously ignore the children's pain, demanding that the child be selfless, patient, mature and sensible like an adult. Negative emotions and the need for attention feed the child's unhappiness, but their love for their parents makes them feel guilty for these needs. Over time, they may become adults who are overly conscientious and demanding of themselves, while harboring profound guilt and shame. Let's look at the third kind of emotional neglect, parents who pay attention to daily necessities, but lack awareness and response to their child's emotions. 
This type of parent is arguably more loving compared to the previous two types. They do their best to take care of their children, but this involvement is limited to the superficial aspects of their children's lives, and they often overlook any deep-seated emotions. They want their children to be happy, so they provide them with the best material possessions, along with the freedom to do whatever they want. However, love does not necessarily mean making allowances for everything. This glossing over is actually an escape from the burden of responsible parenting. What are the results of this? In the illusion of a free and happy childhood, children lose the opportunity to learn rules, discipline themselves, or understand the relationship between people and their emotions. They are unprepared for the world outside their family unit and may well encounter obstacles throughout their lives as adults. There are also some parents who are extremely successful in their own lives. They provide affluent upbringings for their children, luxury cars, huge mansions, meticulous nannies, endless money, and extravagant lifestyles. They mistakenly believe that material wealth equates to a happy childhood, while they themselves are distracted with work and hardly pay attention to their children's emotional needs. Their children receive an implicit message of how unimportant they are. No matter what they need on an emotional level, their parents can't see it. No matter what they achieve, their parents think it's not worth mentioning. Children in these families have seemingly perfect childhoods on the surface. However, in this ideal facade, the child's emotions and needs are neglected, which causes them to lose sight of their self-worth. As adults, they have immense difficulties with setting realistic expectations for themselves or finding their purpose for living. That's the first part of the content for today. What is the cause of emotional neglect? Let's sum it up. To help a child grow into an emotionally healthy adult, we need to maintain a two-way emotional interaction between parents and children. Parents need to provide continuous attention, empathy, and response to their children. If their personality, family situation, or incorrect parenting style leads to a lack of appropriate response to the child's emotional needs, it may result in emotional neglect for the child. 